sequel we didn't think we needed, but we certainly wanted. Toy Story 4. Welcome to the best movie of the year so far. As the year grows, the list grows, the movies get better. A show that answers that question, what's the best movie of the year so far? Good to have you back. I am John Ellis. Thanks for joining me today and being a part of this episode. Today's a big episode. It's the 100th episode of this podcast. I keep making these because you keep listening. So thanks again for listening. So welcome and thanks for taking the time to listen today. If you are new, click that subscribe link to be notified of new episodes. I have links in the show notes to help you with that. You can find me on Twitter every day discussing today's movie and many other movies. Reach out to me there. Say hello. You can find me at Ellis on Movies. So last episode, I talked about the latest MIB movie, Men in Black International. This time with a whole new set of agents, M and H, played by Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. The two are joined by Third Wheel, Sidekick, Kamal Ninjani. The three of them have funny scenes back and forth. But overall, this is a Men in Black movie that doesn't stand up against the others. It makes you miss the other sequels. And those are not that great to begin with. That being said, it's a fun way to kill time on a summer matinee. You won't hate it, but like the memory eraser from the movie, you'll also forget it as soon as you walk out of the theater. Today I'm talking about another movie with well-known characters. Toy Story 4. In this latest Toy Story movie, the gang is now owned by Bonnie. They are joined by a new toy, Forky, a craft that Bonnie makes to deal with her fears of a new preschool experience. Forky must deal with his own existence of being a toy and not discarded trash. As the toys go on a road trip, Woody has an unexpected reunion with Bo Peep. So Woody's trying to find his place in this world while still helping Forky learn the significance of his place. The adventure takes us to an antique store where we meet Gabby Gabby, a baby doll with a broken voice box played by Christina Hendricks, plus a few scary ventriloquist dummies. At the same time, Buzz Lightyear and the other toys are dealing with a traveling carnival featuring two more toys voiced by the hilarious Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele. Now, to tell you this is a good movie that will definitely bring tears to your eyes is probably not a a surprise. That's to be expected with these Toy Story movies. The bar has been set high. But the real question is, is it as good as the others? Now, short answer is no. You know, if I'm forced to rank the Toy Story movies... This would be the last. And maybe it's not as good as those movies, but it's still a really good movie. Toy Story 4 is directed by Josh Cooley, a first-time director in this Pixar feature film space. He's the forky of the group. He's been involved in previous Pixar projects, including writing, writing on Inside Out and being involved in short films and projects. Now, Toy Story 4 does have some repetition that we've seen before. Gabby Gabby, for example, although with some twists and turns, does feel like the bad toy we've seen before, whether it's Prospector Pete or Lotso Bear. It's a similar evilness. There's also not a story of our old friends getting into more turmoil again. It's about the new. You know, although I did not expect to see a B story about the adventures of Slinky Dog and Rex, I did expect more from Buzz Lightyear. He's reduced to a few jokes and essentially the dumb sidekick, or or maybe he was that, that guy all along and we just missed it. And barely any word from Jesse, a favorite of many fans. But I get it. How do you squeeze in all these characters while introducing us to a utensil? Plus, there's a fun new character voiced by Keanu Reeves, a daredevil Canadian motorcycle driver. 
We are reminded in Toy Story 4 that these movies have always been about Woody. It was always his story to begin with. Watching the original one, you think the thing would be, you got a friend in me, BFF friendship between Woody and Buzz. But when telling the whole story, one through four, this was never a buddy movie. It was the life cycle of Woody. And whether that was always the plan or not, who knows? Maybe it's just because Tom Hanks as Woody shines above all others. I mean, he's Tom Hanks. Toy Story 4 continues the Woody story. What's his fate? His purpose? Who does he serve? The life questions that we expect from any Pixar movie. You certainly won't be disappointed, even though it's a few familiar scenes and predicaments. As mentioned, we don't have the characters as much as we love. It's less a sequel and more a side story. You know, instead of diving into those stories and a cast of familiar characters, Pixar wants you to look look toward the trash. I mean the future. Forky. And you can't talk about Toy Story 4 without talking about Forky. It's the best piece of trash Pixar has created. I mean, they're creating a new path for themselves. Of course, the cynical side of me is saying it's just one long lead up to a Forky series scheduled to air on Disney+, Plus, their new streaming service. And yes, there is really going to be a Forky series. Forget about Woody and forget about Buzz. Let's move on, we are told. These toy stories have manipulated us all along, but we love them anyway. But back to the story at hand. Voiced by Tony Hale, Forky struggles to find his role. He knows he is trash. He battles knowing his worth and his place in this world. Whoa, don't we all? And that's it. That's the catch. The hook. Belonging. We all crave it. Knowing your purpose in life, it's a theme in this fourth installment. But what happens when the world passes you by? Especially in Woody's case. He has had only one goal. To serve his kid. His master. To make life perfect for this child and to fix problems. But where does this end? Is it a forever cycle from one kid to the next, from Andy to Bonnie to the next yard sale and donation box? Well, that's why you watch. That's why we all watch. Commercial, manipulative, retail-driven, whatever it may be, Pixar knows exactly what they're doing, and Toy Story 4 is no exception. Toy Story 4 answers questions we were not asking. It doesn't necessarily justify its existence as a movie or a continued story. But it does make for a good time in the theater, with lots of laughs and a few tears. And besides, the Disney Plus Forky story is not going to sell itself. And now the list. As we talked about last week, Men in Black International is not one of the best movies of the year. Toy Story 4 is, is good, very good, maybe even great. But we've had some other great movies this year. Will it crack the top five? Well, let's look at those right away. I'm actually going to do a top six. You'll see why in a second. Because there's some just adjusting now. So number six is Avengers Endgame. That was a top five. Number five, John Wick 3. Toy Story 4 just beats out John Wick 3 at number four. And then in top three, we start getting into original movies. Number three, Jordan Peele's Us. Number two, a great documentary I saw called Apollo 13. And then number one, Booksmark. Booksmark, directed by Olivia Wilde, is still the best movie of the year. But what have you seen this year? What have I not talked about? Let me know. Thanks again for continuing to be a part of today's episode. I appreciate you making this part of your podcast routine. Be sure to subscribe so you're the first to know of new episodes. If you haven't left yet, leave me a comment. Apple Podcasts or however you are listening. I'd love to hear from you. Reviews and stars are always helpful. As always, you can find the podcast on all these major channels. Join the discussion online. Let's talk about more movies. You can find me at ellisonmovies.com. 
and always on Twitter at LSI Movies. Join me next time for my 101st episode. I look forward to talking to you soon, and until then, I'll see you in the theater. <laughs>